Hello and welcome to Catholic Bites, a podcast for busy Catholics. This is Father Conrad, and today I have with me Dr. John Aquaviva. John, you are a professor at Wingate University. I pronounced it right this time. Absolutely. Uh, in North Carolina. Right. And you're also a Catholic author and uh, speaker. And also, you do a radio show on Carolina Catholic Radio, which is an EWTN uh, radio station. And your show is called Faith and Sports. Right. So. Faith in sport or faith in sports? Faith in sport. Okay, I got it right. Um, the first, the second time. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, that's a, that's a topic. Uh, it's a it, they, they go well together. I think when you're a Catholic and you play sports, you you yeah. always you know say a prayer beforehand, right. or you go to the priest to bless your leg or whatever. I've had to do that a couple of times. <laughs> um, but you know, maybe we could talk a little bit about how those two go together. You know, both on the right. show, but just in general, like how do how do we combine our faith and our and, and athletic achievements? Or and of course, people have been doing this for years, as mm -hmm. you mentioned. Uh, there's a lot of ways to combine these two uh, important aspects of a lot of people's life, right? Their Christian faith, their Catholic faith, um, and something that so many people love, and for so many different reasons, whether they're a coach, an athlete, mm -hmm. a fan. Uh, a parent of an athlete, especially it's a, a bigger factor when they're young children playing mm -hmm. sport, the administrator of sport, whatever the case is, they all have a role and so much of our population is involved in sport in one oh, way yeah, or totally. the other. Right? Like if you just considered those four or five, right? Parent, athlete, coach, administrator, referee, and fan, that probably literally is about 85% of all the American <laughs> public and maybe even 85% of people worldwide, yeah, right? Everyone else is living under rocks. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And for this reason... In fact, this was my main motivation is in 2004, uh, the great aforementioned in our previous podcast was is JP2. And in, um, it was one year before his death and his um, pontificate ended. He created a office of the lady called the Office of Church and Sport. Mm -hmm. And it has, it has like a, um, a couple tentacles to it. And he wanted uh, sport to reach certain aspects of the faith or the faith to be connected in certain ways. But is the bottom line that JP2 wanted to get across was our faith isn't meant just for mass mm -hmm. and for celebrating the sacraments or receiving the sacraments. It's meant to be expressed in every everyday life, yeah. including sport, yeah. right? And so, so many people, we when we walk onto the field, when we walk onto the court, when we walk onto the track, we kind of forget our Christian identity and our Catholic identity. And JP2 goes, no, don't forget it. In fact, bring it fully to, and that's going to raise the level overall of your play, the competition, and so forth. Because often people think, of, when they think about sport, and they think, they think about winning. And when mm -hmm. they think about winning, they think when it all costs. And the fact is, you don't have to cheat to, to win. In fact, you want to play within the rules. You want to play within the parameters that that the referee or umpire gives, because that is what's going to make the best competition. Is if mm -hmm. you play within in both sides, play within certain rules. That's why, still, you know, anabolic steroids are are considered cheating. Yeah. Once they, if ever, I doubt if they will, but if they ever say no, they're legal, then both sides will be able to take them. But right now, if you take them. I mm -hmm. expect that you're not taking them, and you, you have a big advantage over me. And I so think, I expect you to follow the rules. I think that that point about the rules is really fascinating to me as, as a moral theologian, because we think of, sometimes in the church, we think of rules and saying, you know, oh gosh, it's like I just have to do what I'm told, and then I get to heaven. But you know, when you think of rules in terms of sports, you, you see that like within the rules of the game, there's just this 
beautiful freedom and like you think of like a professional basketball player sure he doesn't think about the rules of the game every time he plays no he just plays and with beauty and creativity and it's the same thing with our own moral lives that like god gives us certain rules of the game and we can either chafe at them and say oh why do i have to do this why do i have to do that but the reality is when we learn to live good lives just like when we learn to play well at sports right we, we live with creativity and beauty and fluidity and, and, and it's just really an amazing, beautiful thing. You know, it's funny too, uh, not to jump, steal all the time away from you, but uh, uh, JP2's um, office of, uh, for Sport and Lady yep. is they're the ones who run the Clericus Cup, which is the Catholic soccer tournament amongst priests and seminarians in Rome. It's, awesome. the, it's the World Cup of Catholic soccer. <laughs> and and my, my seminary, we played the NAC, we played in that, that we, we won recently and I, I think maybe two years ago or something sure. like that, which we lost almost every other time because sure. we're not that good at soccer. But sure. uh, it, it's it's a beautiful way to show that like, okay, you can be Christian, you right. can be Catholic, fully That's Catholic, right. and Absolutely. then engage beautifully in competition and in, in, right. in the joy of the game. That's right. Yeah, you you mentioned about the like a basketball player, mm-hmm. for instance, and this is for all athletes. Their job is just to you know, go by instincts and also by coaching and, and certain plays that have been given to them, but they're allowed to fully express themselves. And then when they do something wrong, so to speak, on the court or on the field, mm-hmm. that's what the referee is for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you allow him to call the game and he kind of keeps things from turning into anarchy, right? He he kind of corrals things and, and, and the referee has all these um, rules in which to um, kind of govern the game by and you allow, but you must allow them to call their game too. And that's why one of the big words that's associated with um, how we bring our Catholic or Christian faith to the field or to the court, to the game in particular, is by respecting what they do mm-hmm. and following the rules. Even though we may think they're wrong, or even sometimes we know they're wrong, we have to still respect them because without that, the game has it loses its flow. Yeah, yeah. yeah and we, that's one of the things we don't want. In fact, as a fan, we want there to be a flow. We mm-hmm. want there to be it kind of like an ongoing thing because that is um, fruitful to our hearts and it's fruitful to our eyes, and that's what we enjoy when we're watching those games. And one of the things that you do on your show, which is really cool, is you have a bunch of different guests from all over the world of sports, right. from all across different things and sports and faith obviously makes the, so why don't you, I mean, you've had some pretty cool people on. What, are, why, what, what is uh, the importance of having these figures uh, on your show? What, what is, what are some of the cooler people you've gotten to talk with? Well, I've, I've been fortunate to do this for a couple of years now. Re, most recently, as you mentioned on Carolina Catholic radio and I was on radio Maria and I did, I've done the show now for a total of about two and a half years. Mm-hmm. And so just about every week I've had a different guest. I've been blessed with, um, some really, really neat, interesting people, virtually all of them Catholic. And in somehow, some way, they've been involved in the world of sport. And most of them, they were athletes. Mm-hmm. And for instance, last week, I interviewed Matt Burke. And he played in the NFL for 14 years, most of it with the Minnesota Vikings. But he actually won a Super Bowl with the Baltimore Ravens. And even before we got started in the conversation, I asked him something about the Ravens. And I, I think it was something along the lines of, you played most of your career with the Vikings, and but only a few years with the Ravens. Like, what do you identify as, a Viking or a Raven? And, and he said, well, I'm from Minnesota, so I, that's certainly part of my heart. He goes, but I won a Super Bowl with the Ravens. He said, but my experience with the coach at the Ravens was particularly special. And his name is John Harbaugh, and he's still 
coaching. Mm-hmm. He's the head coach for the Ravens. And he said he was just a wonderful, very good man. And John Harbaugh happens to be Catholic himself. Mm-hmm. And he said, and it, and what one of the things that bonded us in my respect for him and his respect and like for me was that we attended mass mm. on Sunday together. And I think what he meant by that is usually a priest comes in and they yeah, say yeah, mass. A sweet gig. You try yeah, to that, get it. Yeah. You want to be the chaplain for the Redskins. Or, <laughs> that's right. Or, you know. Cause think about how easy it is to get autographs in those situations. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was neat, right? Like he just, you know, he knows it's a Catholic show, obviously mm-hmm. faith and sport. And he, and he knew about the show when he came on, but he was being genuine. And, and he, one of the things that, that he talked about was what he's been doing since he left football, which was around seven years ago, and that he works as a basic, basically a leadership developer. He, mm-hmm. he goes and talks to big organizations or Catholic organizations, whatever the case is, and he just talks about what, is, what are the qualities that you want to kind of gain or have as a leader. And, and back to your original question, and the overall thing is this, whether it's Matt Burke, or Chase Hilgenbrink, Father Chase Hilgenbrink, mm-hmm. who played in MLS and answered the call to become a priest in the Diocese of Peoria, mm-hmm. and as well as all these other guests I've had on, who most of were Catholic, is they play an important role in our faith life because of this. So many times we separate our Catholic faith from sport, but one of the reasons that I have wanted to take on this show is that I think the listener, and especially young people, and especially lovers of sport need to see people that are involved in sport that love God too, and that mm-hmm. are faithful to the Catholic teaching, and they go to Mass regularly, sometimes even daily. And when they talk about that, that inspires people. Yeah, that, yeah. Ins- that inspires people, and it allows them to model themselves after them. Because I think often when we see these great athletes, we probably think, well, they're too big mm-hmm. for to love God. They're too big to go to church regularly. They're too busy to do that. And when guys like Matt Burke and Chase Hilgenbrink and some of these other people I've had on, they talk about how faithful they are, how faithful they are, and how important God is to them, and how important the faith is to them, how important mm-hmm. Mass is, how important the sacraments are to them. I think that inspires a lot of people. And they need to hear that. Yeah, and it, it inspires me. Like Father Chase was uh, on my hall in the seminary for two years, and yeah. like. I got there, a new seminary. I'm like, what am I doing? And I was like, wow, this guy left everything because yeah. he knew there was something more important than right. victory in an MLS soccer team. Right. You know, he knew that the Jesus Christ and following Jesus Christ with his whole heart was more important than all of that. And then, you know, it was also an added bonus for us because when we played intramural sports, he just dominated everything. Of course. So if you had Father Chase <laughs> on your team, you know, you're just you're, it was excellent. It was great for seminary sports life. But yeah, it, it shows that there's something more important than than victory and then the, the the passing things of this life. That that sports can be something beautiful and wonderful and tremendous, but always ordered towards the ultimate good, which is which is God and our relationship with Him. That's right. That is so awesome. Thank you so much, uh, John, for taking the time. Uh, for talking with us. Your radio show, again, is called Faith in Sport and Carolina Catholic Radio. So yep. uh, people, especially in Carolina, come uh, check that out. And um, and if I could say, uh, it's, of course, here on AM 1270 in the Charlotte area, but also if you just went to carolinacatholicradio.org, you could hit Listen Live, or there's an app, Carolina Catholic Radio Network, hit Listen Live there, too. So you can listen Sweet. to it anywhere. And you can listen to all those really super cool uh, sports guests that you manage to right. talk to all the time. That's Great. Right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. If you like this podcast, uh, listeners, if you uh, would like to listen to more great Catholic talks about 
all sorts of different topics of our faith, uh, from sports to super nerdy Greek words and everything in between. You can find all our archives at catholicbytespodcast.com or you can find us on Apple Podcasts and you can subscribe there and they just download right to your phone right away. So thank you for listening and God bless you.